So the Gemara said that they treated Kalim that are Nigmar Metahara for Paraduma like Tamisharats. In contrast to regular Kalim that are Nigmar Metahara for Kachim, we treat it like it's Tami and Rabbanan, like a Shani. But Kalim that are Nigmar Metahara for Paraduma, they treat Mamish like something that became Tami from a Sharetz. And that, the Gemara asks, that if they considered it like a Tami Sharetz, so how could it be Matami Adam? And there's a Bryson that says that the person who cuts the Shreferis and the person who is mad with the Shreferis, because he handled the Shreferis, he himself requires Tvila. How does somebody become Tami from something that's only Tami Sharetz? So the Gemara says, rather, they didn't make it Tami Sharetz, they made it like Tami Mace, as though it touched a Mace. So the Gemara says, so then shouldn't he require Hazah on the third and on the seventh day? So the Gemara's Maskana is, they made it like a Hazah, like a Tami Mace on the seventh day, meaning after you did the Hazah Shlishi Vishvi, and that's why it doesn't require Hazah Shlishi Vishvi. Now, in this Gemara, we learn many halachos that have to do with uh, Dine Tuma and Tahara. First of all, we see that there's levels when it comes to Tuma. A mace, a dead body, is called Avi Avaisa Tuma. He's the father of the fathers of Tuma, meaning to say that when somebody comes Tuma from a mace, he becomes an Avatuma. When a person touches a mace, so the mace is the Avi Avaisa Tuma, and the person who became Tuma from the mace, he's an Avatuma. Also, a Sharetz is like an Avatuma. So when somebody becomes Tame from a person who became Tame from a mace, so he's going to become a Rishan. Somebody becomes Tame from a Sharetz, he's going to become a Rishan. Somebody becomes Tame, something becomes Tame from a Rishan, that's going to become a Shane. Now, it's Mavur in the Sugya that a, uh, an Avatum, so either that means a person who touches a mace or a Sharetz, could be Matame Adam, or it could be Matame Kalim. But a Rishon, meaning something that became Tame from an Avatuma, it cannot be Matame Adam or a Kalim. A person or a Kalim can only become Tame from an Avatuma, not from a Rishon. That's a Rechashav idea. It's also Mavur in the Sagya that if somebody becomes Tame from a mace, so he requires Hazash, Lishvishvi, they were Mazanim, the Afer, the Paraduma, they mixed it with water. And they sprinkled it on him on the third day, on the seventh day, and only then it could become tar. Now, the Pashtas, it's mashma, another chiddush in the Gemara. The simple reading of the Gemara implies that even somebody that becomes tame from something that became tame from the mace would require zarshlish vishvi. Meaning to say that when the Gemara spoke about this shreiferis that was cut for the sake of the para, it says that they considered it like Tommy Mace, in other words, like the Shreferis touched the Mace. So then the Gemara asked if it's considered like it touched the Mace, so then shouldn't we require Hazar, Shlishi, and Shvi? And Lachar, it's referring to the person who touches the Shreferis. Shouldn't he require Hazar, Shlishi, and Shvi? And there's a Bryce that says that the person who cuts it and the person that's mad with the Shreferis requires Tvila. Does it really requires Hazah, Slishi, Vishvi? So why not? So it seems from the Gemara's question 
But the halacha is that if somebody touches something that touched a mace, so he himself requires hazas shlishi and shvi. Now we need to understand, because we already explained that when something touches a mace, so that thing becomes an avatama. And then when a person touches that, he's only going to become a rishan. So where do we find that a rishan requires hazah? The Torah says that the person that touches the mace, he requires hazah shlishi v'shvi. Not the person that touches the person who touched the mace. So why is it that when a kli touches a mace, the person who touches the kli does require hazah shlishi v'shvi? So the Gemara and Nazir and Gimel Amid Beis, Chazal give a klal, the klal is Cherev Hariyokachalo. Literally, it means the sword that kills the, the person is like the chal, is like the dead body. In other words, the sword, the metal sword that killed the dead body is considered like the dead body itself. Now, Rashi explains that this cloud teaches us that a chal, which is made out of metal, and who within any kind of metal, when it touches a mace, it's considered like the mace itself. And just like when a person touches a mace, so the mace is a via and he becomes an avatoma, so too when a person touches metal that touched the mace, so too, he becomes an avatama. Now, according to Rashi, it's davkin mateches, but Taisus there brings the shitas hari misimfanti, and he holds, I think this is the rabbim shita as well, and they hold that it's lav davka metal kalim. All kalim except for cheres, when kalim touch a mace, so the halach is that they become like the mace, like the chalal itself, and if somebody touches them, he'll become an avatama, and he'll require hazah shlishi vishvi. So according to that, the sukkah goes very well. That the shreferis is treated like it touched a mace. It's like a kli, eights. And when it's considered like it touched a mace, so then not only will it require hazash li'ishi the person that touches it, that touches it, that cuts it, and is madabulit, will require hazash li'ishi However, according to Rashi, who says that only matech, only metal that touches a mace, then we say it's considered like a mace, but not other kalim. So the gemara is going to be shver. So according to Rashi, we have to learn the Gemara differently. When the Gemara asked if we consider this Shreiferis like it touched a mace, so then shouldn't it require Azar Shlishi Ben Shvi? The Gemara is not referring to the person who touches the Shreiferis. The Gemara is referring to the Shreiferis itself, and it's saying that Shreiferis itself should require Hazar Shlishi Ben Shvi. And the Brisa that says that the person who cuts it and is madbulet requires Tvila only talks about the person who cuts it, and the person who's madbulet, the Bryce makes no reference to the person who was maza on it. L'chaira, if we would say that the treferis that touched the mace requires hazar shlishi v'shvi, the Bryce should have said the chayt chadon who cuts it, umadbila the one who's madbulet, and hamaza the one who sprinkles, who's maza on it, they also require tefila. So it seems like the treferis itself doesn't require hazar. And on that, the Gemara answers, they considered it like a Shreferis that touched the mace on the seventh day, meaning after you did the Azar Shlishi Vishvi, and that's why it doesn't require Azar Shlishi Vishvi.